We wish to acknowledge the traditional caretakers of the land we record this podcast on, the Yuggera people and their continued connection to the land and waterways of Yuggera country. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello and welcome to the Sports Social, bringing you sports chats for everybody. Libby is still on maternity leave, so today we're going to bring you another sports short. And who better to talk to than exceptional Australian snowboarder, Valentino Gazelli. Valentino just had the most incredible season taking out the bronze at the X Games for the half pipe and he's with us today. Thank you so much for joining us from your home on the south coast of New South Wales. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Thanks for having me. Before we even jump into it, what I would love to understand from you is what is your perfect day on a mountain? That's a really hard question. No, Because really? I've had so many good days in different situations. You know, you can't really go wrong with some really nice deep powder. So... I'd want to be snowboarding somewhere really steep with some deep powder, but also somewhere with a great park and half pipe to go and, you know, because I, I really do enjoy working on, on my riding and like working on tricks, working on techniques and stuff. So if I could go and do some power laps for the soul and then go and hit some jumps or, or ride the pipe after that, that would be insane. I love that. Get the fresh tracks and then go and do the work in the afternoon once the sun's out. Yeah. Valentino, you have had an incredible season over the last couple of months. You have taken out the Park and Pipe Crystal Globe at the World Cup. You've done the Big Air Crystal Globe and you've got a slope style bronze. And what is just utterly incredible about all of that is that you're not just focusing on one discipline. You're working across three pretty different realms of snowboarding talk to me about what that season has meant for you yeah well I guess we can start from when I was young like we realized that there were lots of people that would only do one or two disciplines in snowboarding either slope style and big air or just half pipe and there were people that advised me to just end up going to one and then me and my dad and like with what we learned traveling around the world snowboarding is it's important to be able to snowboard every kind of discipline so I've kept that in mind since then basically and always wanted to just ride everything and this year I was pretty stoked because I was able to do that at a pretty decent level and I want to keep pushing it and see if I can just win everything in everything and try and make it the norm to do that. Is there anyone who you're looking up to when you're doing that? Has has it ever been done before in, in snowboarding? Well, I think somebody like Terrier Harkinson would really try to push the fact that a good snowboarder can ride everything. He's one of the the OG lords of the sport. So yes, I think someone like him, but I try to take the people that I'm inspired by in different disciplines and then try and put the different parts that I like into my own writing. So for Halfpipe, I'm, I'm really inspired by Ayumu Hirano because he goes the biggest and he's just like so perfect. He always holds his line. 
he'll be going so fast in between walls and he doesn't look scared at all. You know, he's just standing there ready to go huge. So I'm really inspired by that. Then in slope style, Marcus Cleveland, he's doing some insane stuff, you know, doing stuff that no one's done before. And he's super well-rounded within the slopes, like within slope style and pushing the 18s, 19s and probably soon to be 21s. Yeah, so he's massive and uh, yeah, there, there's heaps more, but there, there's some examples. You obviously have a massive love of going really high and that's something I can't quite wrap my head around because if people listening don't know much about snow, even though it looks all soft and fluffy, mm-hmm. when you're going getting some really big air off a half pipe, you're essentially coming down onto concrete and so the fact that you're going over seven metres out of half pipes is pretty massive what do you when you're up in the air like that what's going through your mind it's like nothing and everything at the same time it's pretty crazy like it's a crazy feeling you go into what's called flow state and i'm sure you know a lot about flow state and that stuff but yeah it's like kind of all just happens and when you're up there you're looking down and you're just like whoa there's that over there that over there like you can see everything and it's like stuff that you'd never see from that angle. It's it's pretty crazy. What was it like bringing home your first medal from the X Games this year? It was pretty sick. I was stoked. Oh, I got a funny story about it though. So I went from X Games to Mammoth Mountain for the next competition and I flew out really early in the morning and I actually left the medal at the place <laughs> I was staying. I retrieved it, but yeah, I fully left it there. So I didn't get it back until World Championships, which was like a month later. You just had a bit of time to think about it, process it before you actually got yeah. to hold it again. Yeah. I think though that's re- that's almost a reflection of how busy your season has been. It's like every weekend you've been at a different mountain, putting out an incredible performance and then being up on a podium and then you know, a week later you're in another place doing the same thing all over again. Do you feel like this last season has really been like a consolidation of a lot of hard work? I think so for sure. It, this year was the first year that I'd podiumed in half pipe, even though that's the one that I've been doing in World Cup for longest. This year was the first time that I, I podiumed. So, um, yeah, after three pretty tough years of, you know, trying to battle and you know, getting really close, I'm happy to have finally made it almost there. Yeah, not an overnight um, success. It's actually been a long time in the yeah. making. Yeah, well, when I think about it, it's it's since I started snowboarding when I was three, you know, like the progression started then and, yeah, it's it's still going, which is a pretty cool, pretty cool thing and how much snowboarding has impacted my life and just made my life what it is, is is pretty amazing. Let's talk about that because I'm interested to understand what your relationship is with the snow. Like what, when you're out there on your board and it's a beautiful day, like what are you feeling inside? Well, just the feeling of the snow under your feet and like, you know, the speed you feel, you go on an edge and carve and like the pressure you feel. And there's something about it. I'm missing it. Are you? I'm missing it so much right now. So when you're back in Australia, are you surfing? Do you get that same feeling when you're out in the water? Somewhat. 
surfing's a little bit different though because it's like you're looking for the best wave and then when you get that really good wave and you know get a couple nice turns on it it's a pretty insane feeling but snowboarding the mountains already there in front of you and you like if you're um just riding groomers which i still do a lot just for fun you know you pick the lines that you want to carve and then you just you go and do it and it's it's there in front of you and it's like painting almost snowboarding really is something else i didn't learn to ski till i was a bit older and then I worked a couple of ski seasons and in one of those ski seasons I learned how to snowboard. And honestly, for yeah. the first two weeks it was just revolting. I hated it. Yeah. Particularly because <laughs> I had skied and I had been able to go yeah. wherever I wanted to. But the minute it clicked, it was unlike any other feeling I'd ever had playing sport. Yeah. It's just the most freeing feeling. And you also feel like, I don't know, you feel like you're doing something artistic or creative in the way that you're moving down the mountain, I can understand why yeah. like even groomers appeal to you because there's just something so magical even about that process. Yeah, fully. Such a cool sport. Hey, I cannot get over the fact that you do all this, you travel the world and you're still 17. So are you still at school? No, I'm not. I'm, a- I'm actually 18 now. Oh, are you? I'm so, so sorry. No, that's all right. I'm newly 18. But when you were travelling around the world – getting yourself to this point in your career, you were also finishing school. Is that correct? I was, yeah. Yeah, basically. How did you balance study and an international snowboarding career? I tried to push it to the side until I got home. <laughs> when you're traveling all around the world, is your family traveling with you? My dad used to travel with me a lot. So he stopped two years ago. And then this year was the first year that he came over with me again for a little bit. And he came to the Kreisberg World Cup, which is where I got my big air crystal globe. And then uh, the Larks Open. And he was with me for that. And it was pretty nice having him with me again. And yeah, yeah, it was sweet. Do your family enjoy doing the travel with you or did they enjoy doing that travel with you? Was there something special about having them with you as you traveled around? Yeah, well, I think. My dad definitely enjoyed it. You know, we got to travel the world and see pretty cool places and, and go snowboarding. And, and he loves snowboarding too. You know, my, like my love was given to me from him in a way. So, yeah, like he'd been snowboarding since way before I was born. And then as soon as I was old enough, he took me and, yeah, just kept going from there. What a fantastic way to hang out with your parent. Yeah, I reckon. You were just awarded the Alex Chumpy Pullen Outstanding Achievement Award at the Snow Australia Awards. What does that award mean to you? Yeah, well, a lot. Chumpy was one of the greatest and most influential Australian winter sport athletes of all time. And I uh, I got to know him fairly well and he was a super nice guy and, you know, to be awarded something in honor of his name is it's a pretty great feeling and I'm pretty honored that's awesome I've got a few quick fire questions are you ready yeah favorite Australian mountain Threadbow favorite northern hemisphere mountain Larks oh where's Larks Switzerland great powder great parks yeah it's it's really and it's like um it's like a 
the snowboarding center of Europe, basically. That's how I see it. And where do you train when it's hot and summery in Australia? Where are you training overseas? Mostly larks. So that's, that's like your second I home. It's like my second home, basically. Like I've gotten to know everybody there and I know this old lady whose apartment I stay at when I'm there and, yeah, it's, it's sick there. It's so beautiful. Oh, how cool. When yeah. you are competing, you look super relaxed. What's, what's your approach to competition? Well, I'm I'm not relaxed. Oh, <laughs> that's good that I look relaxed. You do, but I'm, I'm definitely not. My approach, basically, I want to listen to motivating music and try and make sure to breathe. I actually have a thing in my notes on my phone, and it's got all of the things that I need to remember while competing. It's got like twenty different things that I read over before each comp. Are they and like I try and get? Are they technical things or are they more like emotional type things? Both. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely always try to read through that. I want to eat a steak the night before. Got to get the minerals. And I try to ride really well in practice and do my run over and over again. And then I feel like if I can do that, then... No matter what, I should be able to land my run. I try not to get complacent if I land all of my stuff because that happens. You know, you can land everything in practice and then you get complacent and then crash in the comp on an easy run. So um, I've had that happen too many times to repeat. And yeah, I, I want to win. And what are you listening to when you're out there? It depends. I have a, I have a playlist that I, that I like to listen to. And it's got some Metallica, Led Zeppelin, Faith No More, Eminem, Lose Yourself. Yeah. All the classics. Yeah. Valentino, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today on The Sports Social. You are absolutely changing what snowboarding looks like in Australia and you're one of the most exciting athletes, winter athletes we've had in a really long time and we can't wait to see what you achieve over the next couple of years. Thanks for having me, Georgie. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Sports Social. We so enjoy bringing you these episodes. And if you have a friend who you think would enjoy these sports chats, please share it with them and let them know about us. And we absolutely love receiving your feedback and your reviews. It totally lights us up. If you are enjoying this kind of sports content, head over to our Instagram page at the Sports Social Podcast. Otherwise, we will chat to you next week. Bye.